We're talking Schmidt with Brittany Schmidt. Just some people that are her friends, and that's it. Cause we're talking Schmidt with Brittany. Should we go through like a minute of this and see if we get any uh, really good content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got. Okay, this is okay. my one friend. She always does like a Russian accent girl. Okay, we like that. Uh, there's Michael Longfellow. We all know him. Yeah, well we in love, love him. right? Michael's Michael's photos are always like he always looks so cool, doesn't he? Don't he, you think? Well, because he is cool. He is a cool guy. He is a fucking cool dude. And it's just and he's just got like that very like, yeah. How you yeah. doing? Like a guy, you you would tell him a story and then you'd be like, fuck, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have right, told the story because right, right, right. he's yeah, he's the kind of guy that's so cool that every time you say anything, you're like, I should kill myself. <laughs> right afterwards you're like i don't deserve to be around and he you. walks away with like layers of cool clothing on you're like God, yeah. he has seven hoodies on right, right now that guy so looks much fucking rad and <laughs> pendleton right. that's one guy we could we could some okay, i don't know who we they're... get too deep into this i need to introduce you this week's guest who gives a is shit comic <laughs> and actor and entrepreneur <laughs> pat quinn woohoo Woohoo! thanks uh-huh. let's get back on instagram oh yeah let's get back yeah. on instagram yeah, screw, we yeah, screw the real conversation <laughs> Do you ever like notice what your uh, your ads come th- coming through? Yeah, too? my ads are perfect. Oh, you get good stuff. Oh yeah, my ads—they know me better than I know myself. And that's the problem, right? That is the problem. And then you're like, "Man, yeah. I'm about to buy this stuff." Yeah, for- I, this morning I just bought a cowboy hat for 112. <laughs> Shut the hell up! It was over a hundred dollar cowboy hat yes. from an Instagram it's ad. Gorgeous, yes. It's oh, from Gigi Pip. Shout out Gigi Pip. Yeah, G- actually sponsoring this episode, I believe. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I'll, I'll go on my, all my algorithm is messed up now because like I, you know, I do a lot of stuff for like for work stuff on it too, like right. for the CBD Wait. company. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah. all, all CBD on there now. So is your, cool, tell me about your CBD. Is it all CBD? It's no THC. What's your company? What, tell me everything um, about it. So the company's called Elate, uh-huh. elateproducts.com. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it, it, we have, so it's full spectrum and, uh, and broad spectrum and broad spectrum is no there's no THC. Okay. Full spectrum will have like below 0.3, like the the legal uh-huh. federal limit. Uh-huh. So we can still ship it to every state. Like, you know, I don't, I honestly, I should know this, but I don't think there's like an age limit necessarily on it. I know a lot of like head shops and like weed shops will sell it. So obviously right. you can't get in there unless you're 21 or older. Right. But I'm pretty sure like, you know, they have it at gas stations and stuff and I, it's not behind any registers or anything. So I think you can just. Take, you uh, can steal it. You can just steal it. Yeah. yeah. Just walk over there. Just make sure it's not ours. No, steal it. <laughs> at that point, doesn't, then doesn't shout it, it out. not matter if it's in there, if the store that, yeah, already bought it? Yeah, good point. Good point. Well, technically, yeah. It's the store's they've, they've already bought the wholesale. Go in there and just steal it. Yeah, Make them think that everybody really, really is like, oh, they're taking out the yeah, shelves. The, they can't, they the can't get enough. The demand is high. The demand is pretty high. Yeah, so so that, so then Full Spectrum, it has some, like, some THC in it. And the reason that you do that is because it's called the entourage effect. And they found that like when when... All these natural, naturally occurring cannabis compounds, which mm-hmm. is like THC and uh, CBD and like CBN, CBG, all that kind of stuff. When that all works together, it creates this entourage effect, which is like you're going to get the best results, the best benefits. And you're going to feel it a little bit, kind of feel like a little bit, you know, feel a little good. A little good, but you don't get high. You don't get high. You know, you'll never. You I can, feel like I want that. Can a sober person have that? I would imagine so. Okay. I don't think it's going to do anything to, and also look this up first. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to sit here just like, I'm just like, oh, just give me like a $50 sale and his Brit just crashed out (laughs) and just like so screwed again. Okay, so does Meta World Peace deliver it to my doorstep? I can get Meta to deliver it to your doorstep. Okay, that's great. Okay, I'm in. It's going to be an upcharge, but. Oh, how much? We can talk talk about it later. (laughs) Okay, great. Um, I'm in. I'm excited. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so we we started that like, um, 
Well, we had this idea a long time ago. My buddy had this idea. My buddy Jake, who's who is my partner in this company, um, and he was like, "I want to start a CBD company." And I was like, "That sounds sweet." But it's like one of those conversations. We were having a couple of drinks, and mm-hmm. like you know, you just you're just like, "I want to, I want to get a f- you're like, yeah, well, oh yeah, we're company. just we're on heroin. Yeah, we're just like yeah. laying in an alley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were on meth. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about the meth. We were meth dad as well, and yeah. like. But, you know, it's one of those things where you just start saying, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. we should do this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, a year later, in the beginning of COVID, beginning of quarantine, which now has been exactly a year since we had quarantined up. Isn't that crazy? crazy. March. Crazy. Oh, my God. Um, he called me. And he's like, hey, I kind of got started getting that going, making that company happen. Excuse me. I'm going to burp. It's going to happen. Yeah, do it. It's that fucking rock star. I'm drinking a rock star energy drink. Pina colada that you're drinking. (laughs) Literally, look, it just says energy plus juice. It's also called juiced, which I don't understand. Rock star juiced. How that got past anyone on their PR team. Juiced is for people who use steroids. Yeah, I know. Or was that the point? They're like, they'll get it. I bet you it's got it. There's like a a secret meaning with it. Like, like it fucked up. secret. Yeah, it's pretty just right in your face, isn't it? (laughs) I'm just dumb. I'm like, mm, like maybe nobody else knows. Gatorade had something called Gatorade Juiced, and I remember Body Armor like called them out on oh, it. Oh, really? They were like, really, Gatorade? That's hilarious, dude. Imagine like Body Armor fighting with Gatorade. Yeah. Just like, just a weird little... Like, <laughs> like, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? Welcome to marketing hell. I do like when like M- McDonald's and like Burger King will like beef over Twitter, though. Yeah. That, that's, I think that's hilarious. I think that's funny. I think that's great, and I think it's good for both brands, yeah. you know? Have you seen um, Facebook and Apple fighting on, in, like, the New York Times? What? No. It's the most elite, like, snobby <laughs> Like, what, like, what do you mean? What are they doing? They're, fi- they're going for each other's jugular, because apparently Apple's changing some stuff around privacy where um, Facebook won't be able to have all the demographics of the people to target to us mm. so perfectly. Yeah, so Facebook, no more cowboy hats. Right, ex- no more fucking yeah, cowboy shit. hats. So <laughs> Facebook is fighting back, because obviously that's the majority of their their money well not the majority but it's a lot of their fucking money mm-hmm. and um yeah so facebook's fighting back and they're taking out like full print ads in the new york times <laughs> against what? apple it's wild well i haven't heard about any of this yeah. that's how much stuff is reads, always going on nobody reads the new york or the new york times, times. <laughs> yeah i don't even know how to read like yeah. i i just I have to auto dictate <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen a newspaper in fucking four oh years. Oh my god, dude! I've been putting the subtitles back on movies so I can remember how to read again. <laughs> I'm just I'll hear him say, it, "I go, oh, Megan." Okay, that's how you spell it. Okay, I saw him say it, so I know that's the word. Uh, that's hilarious. I got to, to check that out though. Yeah, big companies just fighting like that is just hilarious. As long as it's kind of like silly. Yeah. If it's like real, and you're like, <laughs> well, it is real. It's the oh, well, then I'm not... <laughs> it's, but, it's fucking real. But does it seem like really petty and like it makes oh, you it's laugh? It's so petty. And that's great. Yeah. I, I'm, that's what I mean. Like I'm, I'm happy with that. I love that. Just two multi-billion-dollar corporations are like petty as fuck. They're like, you know what? Let's say something about them in the <laughs> in yeah. a newspaper. In the newspaper, like the CMO <laughs> is like, call my daughter. She'll know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Once you run some fucking TikTok talk ads there right. huh that'd be a better idea <laughs> um anyway you have an energy drink it's making you burp yeah because i about. i was telling you i went i went and grabbed a drink last night with old mr greg santos uh-huh. um we love a greg santos how's he doing it, by the way he's doing great Wait. he's got a girlfriend he oh. won't stop t- he won't he won't stop talking about it which is beautiful oh, but that I think is he, beautiful he also does it just to rub it into my face because he'll, he'll be like, he'll be like you're alone in life pretty much alone for the last mm, can't even remember when i <sighs> Um, <laughs> you just start crying. Just like I'll let it all out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not having had a girlfriend I feel like in a minute. You've always but... kind of been alone, like alone, like a loner. Not in a bad way. Like that's fucking a, really it's... funny. My mom would start crying if she heard this podcast. <laughs> She'd be like, "He really is." It's no, true. To me, it always seemed like a choice. Like you were just happily single. I, you know, I, I, um, 
I dated a girl for a bit. We broke up, but I really like. I'm giving my roommate so much shit right now because he's going through a breakup. It was a quick relationship yeah. that he had, but I keep giving him shit because he's like taking it so hard. But I'm the same way. Like I'll, I mean, just go into a pit for a little bit. So sometimes I get afraid to like jump into something and commit to somebody. Mm-hmm. But I, I've been like single, single for like seven years. Just was kind of focusing on like you know yeah. comedy and trying to really just figure out what the, f- the hell I'm doing with my life still. Yeah. Figuring out and who you are. Figuring out who I am. Yeah. Um, and then I would like I kind of dated a little bit here and there. But these the last two girls I kind of like try to pursue. One girl just got out of like a like an eight year relationship. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got in this thing, and I was like, all right, this probably isn't going to work. I don't yeah. want to force her or anything. Nice. So I walked away. And the other girl was a DJ, and so that's obviously not going to work. Um, because DJs and comics just don't mix. Everybody knows that. Uh, that's not true. I just I don't know why. I said no, that, I mean but DJs in general are. It's so funny because like she actually was awesome. We had a really good time. Yeah. And, like we're still friends. But you can always like the, you I think a DJ is the DJ. butt of any joke. You yeah. can just say, you can say anything. Like but it was a DJ, and they go, oh, all right, yeah, okay. All right. Say no more. All right, yeah. Like, in real life, I I know many very cool DJs. Same, who are, like, same. Intellectual and successful and amazing, and but yeah, we all hate DJs. And we would all shit our pants to even like get to hang out with some right, of these dudes. Right. Like, oh my god, you know him? Right. And we're like, fuck a DJ right, at the same time. Like but I don't think that's a DJ. We're not talking about Skrillex. We're talking about fucking you know a DJ at a at Greystone. Like the, yeah, the guy who's like turning knobs and you're like, is that really even doing anything? Yeah. He's like, everybody get your hands up. And he's like, always a little <laughs> yeah. bit like not American. But you're like, where is that guy from? Right. Um, also, do you like how I just said Greystone Manor? That place hasn't been open in like eight years. That goes to show how I'm pretty I sure am. I met a dude. Uh, I was at the Whaler on Friday night for a drink uh-huh. or on Saturday in the, uh-huh. the day to bring my roommate out, get a little, you know, get his mind off stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, cause I'm a really good friend. And, um, this, these dudes came up to us and started talking to us for a minute. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I, I, you know, I run Greystone Manor and Oak, was that one called? Oak, one Oak, one Oak. Yeah. And something else. Greystone is like nighting, Nightingale now, or is it back to Greystone? Oh, no, I think that's what it's called now. He must've just said he, cause he, I, also who knows if anybody's telling the truth at any point. Well, if he's talking about Greystone, he's not. Cause that place has been closed for like four years. I, I knew that guy was lying to me. Cause he was, he was what he's like, take my number. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you just can't <laughs> but i try to be jaded i try to be jaded like i want to believe people i was right. in palm springs that little golf trip i was telling you about and my brother and i went and got dinner and like we we're like in a little outside area and this old like just gentle man was like was like walk like leaving the restaurant like going like hella slow like you know like one step every minute and he's on his walker and he's like pushing his way out and i was like oh that guy's like precious like mm-hmm. <laughs> look at that guy and then he turns back, and then there's a, a couple, like another people with a couple of people with us. And the one girl was sitting there with you goes, "Yeah, you're just so beautiful, honey, just beautiful lady." And he's like asking what her nationality was because she, I can't remember what she was though. But he was asking if she had any uh, a Native American in him in her because like he did. And then he just leans in and he goes, "You know what?" He's like, "My great great grandma was Sacagawea," and I was like, "That's fucking crazy." <laughs> Sacagawea? Also untrue. It, I don't know. I looked it up. I think it was true. Really? I th- maybe he said great, great, great. Well, there, yeah, it could have been great, great. Because then he was a grandpa. I mean, he's in his 80s. That's like, it's probably like 200 years, 250 years ago. Mm-hmm. When was Sacagawea alive? Let's look this up right now. Because I, I wanted to believe him so bad. And my brother leans Why? in and goes, Why do you care so much? Because the world needs to have some goodness in it still. <laughs> like, we we need to be able to believe people once being, in a while. Yeah, him being a direct descendant of Sacagawea doesn't make him a good person. Yeah, but it at least means that he didn't just walk up. That was my lie. thing. It's like, who just, what old guy walks? He's like, I'm going to fuck with these kids. Yeah. Like, and he's like, in his like, or almost 90s. Like, it is, it is such a bizarre thing that it, it would be weird to make up. Like, it doesn't give you I, enough I mean. street cred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, oh, these guys like, are going to fall. The girl's like, home. oh, let me suck your dick. Yeah. He's like, let me know. just lean back on this rocker here. Yeah, I don't know why I just made her from Boston. But <laughs> let me suck your fucking dick, Let me eh? suck your fucking dick, guy. Uh, 1812 was when she died. <laughs> yeah, so. But that's, that, listen, but if, okay, so if 1812, if she had a kid and they were like, had another 40 years on them, that's, was it 1856, 1860? You're going to be alone here because I'm not a mathlete. Oh, I'm not either. But I just but eight. The fact that it's eighteen and it's not nineteen makes me really not feel like. But but if eighty eighty, I'm just like adding up people's. If people everybody lived till eighty in this family, uh-huh. that's like a hundred and sixty years. Right. Maybe he lied to me. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to believe it. But maybe he. Maybe this old man looked me right in the eyes and told me that he was. And then I. He saw how excited I got. I go. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Sacagawea. <laughs> yeah. Like didn't she? Wasn't she the lady who helped? Like. The like, we're both we're both so dumb, aren't we? We're both like, mm. no, but didn't she help? I don't know exactly what Julia did. Either. I'm pretty sure she helped Lewis and Clark. I think that's who it was. Travel across, like travel across the United States and okay. discover, like they're the first ones to get to the West so Coast. This is all her fault. Then this is Sacagawea's <laughs> land. That's why it's so crazy. Because this woman met these, you know, these settlers and was like, right. "Let me help you across America." And they came all the way to the West Coast. Yeah. They, you know, Los Angeles, Sacagawea. It's yeah. kind of a yeah, yeah, Los Angeles. Everyone knows Sacagawea's house. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like no memorable. Like, there's nothing around that says like anything about like we're such pieces no, of shit, no, it's Americans. Just like Hollywood and film history. Yeah, and all the fucking hand jobs in Hollywood. Oh my god, that's it. Ugh. I was watching. Have you watched the Woody Allen documentary on HBO? Yet? I've had so many conversations about this in the past two days. That it's I haven't watched, watched it yet. <laughs> it's like I've watched it. Yeah. Um, the people. It's a couple of people I was with last night. God, I can't talk right now. A couple of the people I was with last night. Yeah. That's a hard thing to say anyway. Yeah. Um, we're, they, they were talking about it because they, they were both big Woody Allen fans growing up. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, there's so much more things, so much stuff we didn't know about, like mm-hmm. multiple children and stuff, yeah. which I'm like, that's uh, – yeah, I just – I mean, I liked – I guess I watched some Woody Allen movies. I'm not, like, obsessed yeah, with them by any means. I him. I remember ignoring and the whole country just, like, skipping over the fact he fingered his daughter. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think he did a lot more than that, yeah. you know. But also, I mean, the young one. Well, he obviously married the older one. He's just, oh, he wait, he was messing around. The, wait, okay, I should just watch this though. Yeah. So, so he has two daughters, and he married one, and he was fooling around the other one. So he didn't. He basically <coughs> married the uh, the Sunyi, who is the adopted daughter of Mia Farrow. Mm-hmm. After all of the allegations came out of him like sexually assaulting Dylan in the attic. And so his like cover up to oh guess, to the the molestation was marrying Mia Farrow's other daughter. He's like, look, we're in love, and they've been married ever since. And it's so fucking right. Sus. That, that's what they were saying. Like they were saying that he kind of mind gamed all of yeah. us and was like, don't even think about this. She's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, made her, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. Um, clear as day that he kitty diddled. Fucking freak. Ew, also, don't I'm say like, that. I hate I, that term. Kitty diddled. Wow. That is fucking gnarly. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why. It could, could have been worse for me right now. Yeah, you're really allergic to that. Yeah, I'm very allergic to getting diddled by old men. That's just been something yeah. I always have. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Whenever I look up, like for a break in the conversation, I look right at this woman's ass with flowers coming out of it. Oh yeah, you like that? There's, yeah, I like there's that. There's like a few asses with oh, flowers. Oh yeah, you in guys got house. a couple in here. And then there's some tasteful titty behind you too, if you ever need that. Oh wow! This house is covered in ass and titties because it is my house. <laughs> <laughs> it is my house. Do you remember? This is a throwback. Do you remember when we met? I would assume it was at the lyric. Is what I want to say. Is that right? Really? I think. No. Do you remember when we met? I think I do. Me? 
I think I do. Well, I think it was a night of utter debauchery. Is that how you say that word? Deba- debauchery. Debauchery. Mm-hmm. Debauch. <laughs> debauchery. <laughs> Debauch- just, debauchery. We are just two fucking idiots we're just, on a couch. We're just dumb idiots <laughs> on a couch just riddled in blankets and pills. Like, this is my dream just to be laying This is so comfy right now. You guys made, the, you made <laughs> your podcast place too comfy. Right. It's too <laughs> great in here. Asleep. Um, I feel like I did O'Brien's with Joey Barone. Oh. And then you came to, co- you, were, you were at Cock and Bull running a mic, maybe? Uh, maybe. I, I think I've only been to Cock and Bull one time. I feel like I, that's when I met you. It, at Cock and Bull? Yes. Over there, the one on Lincoln? Yes, because Like Joey... they franchised? Like there's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such a dive bar. It's Cox and Bulls. Now. Yeah, Cox and Bulls. <laughs> oh, that's good. They, they really branched out. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Joey was like, do you want to go do another set? And I, after I finished my set at O'Brien, like started getting hammered. So I went over there and I couldn't do another set. But Joey did. And you were there. And I think that's when we met. But I was in such a blackout. Maybe I just made it up in my head. Well, you, you, that you, when I met you. I'm sure you're probably right about that. We probably met at another mic. I don't know if it would have been Cock and Bulls. I don't know if I did a m- Oh, I think I did one mic at Cock and Bull. I really think maybe you did that it. was the, the same time. Then. I feel like I really because that like a remember. Br- I remember there's like a little just a little piece of wood yes. was the stage. Yes. Yeah, you're right about that. And it was like eight people there, and yes. they were all like old drunk it was men. Awful. That's just comedy. And I was one of the old <laughs> drunk men. Yeah, you're like, hey, <laughs> get off the stage! Look at my chest hair. <laughs> yeah, another hot toddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's okay. That, you're you're right about that. I, I forgot that you yeah. you were. Did you go to the same class with Joey Brown? Is that how you guys were friends? Did uh-uh. you guys do? The, you guys didn't do a we class. Were, we were friends through the same comedy like network, but mm-hmm. we didn't do the same class. But that's yeah. He did that. Uh, what's that one called? Jerry Something's Kids. Jerry's yeah. Jerry's yeah. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those guys stick together pretty pretty tight, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're thick as thieves. They are thick as thieves, and they all do pretty well. Yeah. Have you? Um, heard from joey lately nobody on the podcast Barone? is gonna care about this but let's they're talk. like you guys can fast forward this part but <laughs> <laughs> just just to throw joey into the bus more who gives a shit about joey barone uh yeah we're still good friends i still talk to him he's living in denver with yeah, his with his fiance with anna um just a, such a fucking hot couple they're hot huh they're a real hot make couple. some hot babies yeah we're we were supposed to go to, to uh, Mexico him and me Matt Masisco you know Matt oh, of course. and uh, another buddy of ours and then we all got a little bit like on the call we like we were like let's do a call because Joey wanted to get out because he was starting a new job and like he just you know he's just sitting in an apartment in Denver when it's like yeah. snowing all around so like yeah. People out like in the Midwest, over to the East Coast, had it so much worse than we did. Oh yeah, just like we could go like this sucks. I'm just gonna go to the beach, I guess. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a really gorgeous hike. I'm just gonna do a hike, I guess. Yeah. That's all I can do today in this weather. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but so he really wanted to get out. Yeah. So we all did like a Zoom call. We're like, all right, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. Let's just go. We're gonna go go to a place called Todos Santos in Mexico, and it's like. It's like a little surf paradise. Is that Greg's, not is that Greg's hometown? Greg, yeah, Greg, hometown. Greg is Greg's there with a, even Greg's a bigger mustache, and he just has a, <laughs> hey, just like hey. I hope that he listens to this and hears that because <laughs> I give him so much. He's like, you're canceled, you're canceled, dude. <laughs> we cancel each other every day. That's all we do. Everyone's canceled every day. That's how this That's fucking it. shit works. That's it, man. Everyone's canceled. So we were supposed to go down there. So we're on this call, and we're like, yeah, this sounds great, dude. It's like not a tourist destination. We can just kind of hang out and like just get out of town. And then immediately, like, once we all hung up, each one of us kind of started texting each other individually. And we're like, should we be scared about this? Yeah. And then we did another call later. We're like, I don't know if we should do it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we should. Yeah. Then we should have done it because it looked like it was awesome. Yeah. I was afraid to go down there and get it and then not be able to get back into the country and then be stuck in, in Mexico and have to, like, I don't know, like, find another house to get for, like, the next two weeks. And, like, once I got it again and when, when it was actually bad, 
just imagining being in in Mexico with that, with like nobody around and like you don't really know where to go for like if you need medical care. It just yeah, sounded horrifying. Yeah, supposed to hear you had no one around. Yeah, <laughs> supposed to hear where they have no one around and have the worst medical care of yeah. all. This America look, we always like yeah, everything's so great. Dude, our medical, our healthcare sucks, sucks yeah, out here. Well, not everything sucks, but yeah, a lot of stuff sucks. sucks. I mean, and the irony of it is, like, the people who really need to get, like, for example, maybe some mental health services mm-hmm. can't afford to get the mental health services. No, so it's just like I this. Have, I have a friend golly. who's, like, really struggling, and they have very bad depression and, like, suicidal mm-hmm. ideation. And it's, like, the amount of time that insurance takes to click in for therapy, it's, like, they it's could crazy. be dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. It's fucking they may They just give you this whole runaround and, like. Even just like for a regular appointment, I'm like, I, I want to get my knees. Like, I wanted to go get some rehab for my knees. I'm like, God, they're fucking. This was like a couple years ago. I'm like, they're just killing me. What'd you do to your knees? Too many blowjobs? Uh, yeah. It's just I just <laughs> I always crawl home my knees after. Yeah. I'm just like oh, such a piece of shit. I'm just gonna crawl home my knees after this night. Um, no, I actually my, it's bad in my family, but then my I did a uh, this is so funny. I haven't talked about this in forever, but I did a part of a marathon <clears throat> with some people. Which part? And uh, the middle part. <laughs> The first two minutes. <laughs> well, I hadn't run in forever. I used to run cross country in like in grade school and like oh, or in high school. I just did it to keep in shape because I also play the cross. I'm a huge douche. Oh yeah, um, that checks out. But big time. I love that for you. But I hated. Wait, where are you from? Ohio, Akron. Oh, okay, okay. Northeast Ohio. Yeah. I remember like how much I, I just didn't cross country was a good thing just to keep you like yeah. you know in running shape. But it was the worst. Like you, you're. It's bad you're, on The your sport body. is just running. Yeah. I remember we were at the starting line. There's this kid next to me from another school, and I went, "Why do we do this?" <laughs> and he went, "What?" And I was like, "This stupid sport." <laughs> yeah. And then they fired the gun, and the kid was like, "Why do we do this?" <laughs> and it really—I think it really like mentally fucked him up for a second. And he was like, "Oh, I, I guess I should go." Yeah. But so I used to run a lot, and then like I hadn't run in forever, and then a buddy and his like dad and another friend were like, "Let's all do a, a leg of this marathon together." And I was like, "All right," and I didn't run or prepare at all. Until like two years before, I was like, I guess I should go for a jog. Mm-hmm. And I went out for a jog and I go, oh, I'm kind of killing it. I still felt good from like, I stayed in shape a little bit. I remember I was running back and I felt so good. And I had the music like blaring in my headphones. And it was a trash can that fell, had fallen over on the sidewalk. And I'm like, hurdles. Just feeling so, yeah, just feeling so confident. Like I'm like in a 90s movie. <laughs> and I just hurdle this trash can and land on my knee so bad. And, it, and I was like, oh my God. And I kind of like, st- like stumble home and like, I was putting like ice packs on it. I'm like, there's no way I can run this race tomorrow. Right. So I call my little brother and I go, hey, can you take this leg of the race for me? And he's like, he's like, okay. And so the next day I walked down there just to kind of like see them pass the baton where it was supposed to be me at. Just like you cheer them on. Mm-hmm. I get down there and uh, my brother's not making I go, I keep texting him like, where are you, dude? My buddy's dad is coming up. Like, you need to be here right now. And he goes, dude, there's so much traffic. I'm trying to get there. But like everything is blocked off because of the marathon. Right. And the leg that this leg was goes through the woods. And so, like, my buddy's dad comes running in, and and I'm just sitting on the curb, and he goes, he's like, here, go. And I go, no, no, I'm not running anymore. I broke my, like, my knee is, like, totally effed. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you got to do it. And I go, no, I'm not running this marathon. And he's just so competitive. He goes, put my shoes on. So I was wearing Timberlands. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, put my shoes on, take the baton. When your brother gets here, I'll have him run up there and find you. And I was like, fuck. And I can't talk back to this guy's dad. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, friend's dad. So I put his shoes on and I start running into the woods. And immediately, like within like the first four minutes, I go, there's no way he's going to find me in the woods. Like, what was I thinking? Like saying okay to this. So I run on this busted knee for, what is it, six miles or something like that? Whatever the leg of the marathon is. 
and I came out and like, I mean, I was just, that was kind of it for it. You know, it just was like, after that was like therapy and rehabs yeah. and stuff. And, um, but anyways, suffice this all to say that healthcare here is horrible. Cause I had to yeah. go in just to get my knees and they go, okay, what you need to do is make an appointment here. And then they're going to recommend somebody here. And that person is going to point you in this direction. And I'm like, cool. So it's like a hundred, you know, extra $150 or something in different appointments when I know exactly where I want to go. Right. I know exactly who this person is. Like I have worked with this rehab therapist before, yeah. but now I got to go get these, all these referrals and stuff. Yeah. It's such bullshit. It's fucking stupid. Also, it sounds like you need to um, exercise using the word no. I know. I'm s- literally so bad at saying no for anything. Pleaser? I'm such a people pleaser. How does that, how does that ruin your life? Oh, just majorly. Yeah. So majorly. Like, cause I'll be like, just, I'm like, you don't, it, I think it comes under a little bit of like, uh, like even like self-respect a bit too, where I'm like, dude, this person is better than you just do what they want you to do. You know, I do that sometimes. Better and it just, than you? yeah, like they'll be like, ask me to do something and if it puts me out, but I'm just like, I'll just do it, man. Yeah. What the fuck is it? What, what do you matter for this situation? You know, it's a sad yeah, thought when yeah, I say that really loud. Um, you need to get boundaries in. I know I need to. I just, I just hate, I'm just, I'm just a people pleaser. I just want people yeah. to be happy and have a good time. So I will say yes to a lot of stuff. And then I'll get mad at them when I'm in, like, I'll be like in the car. I'm like, fuck that person. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. what am I doing this See, right you now? You could have just circumvented all of those terrible feelings for somebody that you think is better than you if you would have just <laughs> said no. Just walked away. Yeah. Could have just turned around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever stolen anything in your life? Uh, yeah. What's the most expensive thing you've ever stolen? I don't know if I've ever told this story before and I feel really bad because I have a very big conscience. And I would always like, t- like my friends would say, I'm like, we got, you guys, we shouldn't steal. I'm like, I'd get mad at them and stuff. But one time we were drunk and this was in, uh, this is in Akron where I'm from and we were in college and we found somebody's university of Akron. Oh, okay. Well, I went to, <clears throat> I started off at uh, Ohio university and I was studying right. art and then I was there for about two years and I was like, what am I going to do with an art degree? So I left and went to Ohio state for like another like half of a year okay. and I was still studying art. I was like, I gotta figure out my life. So then I took a semester off and I worked in construction. And it was brutal. Yeah. I mean, like it was my at the time my girlfriend's dad owned like all he still does like all over the country, all these construction yards. And he was like, You can come work at the construction yard. And I was like, All right, great. And I was making the best money to date that I've ever made. Yeah. But I was working like twelve hour days yeah, and it was like manual, that. hardcore labor. Yeah, such a good way to like if you if you ever have kids and they're like, I wanna go to school, go, All right, go go work on yeah. cranes for like a half hour. Yeah. And see how you feel. Yeah. Just the biggest kick in my ass. I knew it I wanted is, to go back. It's but. so good. To, it's so valuable to have that experience, mm-hmm. though, so that you can be like empathetic to people. Oh, that totally. Are in those positions. Oh my gosh! Like my heart goes out to so many of those people. Like yeah. and some of the people who are just that's just you can't go back now. Yeah. There was talking one about guy. fucked up knees. Oh working my those jobs. Like my, I have my whole family. Like my uncles and stuff are all in construction. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, their backs are fucked up. Their knees are fucked yeah. up. Yeah, they can't fucking move. You can't do anything about it. And then you, in the irony is, you got to stay in the same job to keep keep getting every, getting everything by. But yeah. you're still just destroying your body. Yeah. yeah, there's no way out. I mean, that is kind of the reason that I I knew I wanted to go back to school for sure. I knew I wanted to do it, but I just didn't know when I was going to do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let's keep working for a little bit longer. And I saw this old guy. Like it, it was he was getting ready to retire. It was his last day of work. But he was like, I mean, I think he was almost in his 80s. And he'd just be climbing on this ladder of a big, excuse me, god damn, this fucking <laughs> rock star. <laughs> I can't drink these things. They're like, destroying my body. Uh, but he's like climbing on the, the ladder of this crane. 
And like, I mean, just the right gust of wind would have taken this dude out. Mm-hmm. Just so brittle and like thin. And you're just like, oh my God, he's been like here forever. And when I saw that, I was like, all right. I mean, there's no way I'm going to let, I just can't do that. Yeah. So I just, yeah, it's like a school. low paying linebacker job. It is. Like you just get fucking beat to shit and make no money. Well, some of those dudes make sick money. Like if you're a crane operator, mm-hmm. those guys make as much as some doctors do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's I mean, they're up in like. Suddenly career change for me. <laughs> right. Go to crane <laughs> school. Except you see me. Yeah. <laughs> just bulldozing comedy you've, shows because I can't just be like, Yeah. You, <laughs> you sold your car. You're like, you just show up and you're like, I figure it's better for the environment. <laughs> It's, it's, it's easier work on top of other people's cars <laughs> hey Brittany how long does it going to take you to get here well this thing goes about 8 <laughs> miles per hour uh, give me like 45 hours yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah those, they can make really good money though one okay. of my the, the girl whose brother he's I mean he's still there but he's making sick money and this yeah. like just swinging this crane around and stuff yeah. it's crazy hell yeah okay so anyway I somehow derailed you from your theft story oh yeah so so we, I was going to school at Akron, and we found uh, someone's wallet on the ground, and we just, we took the credit card and we bought drinks on it that night. We were hammered, and I've always felt bad about it to this day. Yeah, that's not that bad. We spent like we spent quite a bit of money. Yeah, but they can just file a claim and then. Right, that's kind of what we thought it was. Yeah. We're like, okay, yeah. I um, mean, yeah, it's obviously not something you should. <laughs> don't make a habit of it. Your do- your you're a kid. I, I mean, I've got my karma fill back for that for sure. People have stolen my stuff, and it's like it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, like, yeah. yeah sex um you, you say sex a, no it's sex oh you're saying something like uh, you're bad at sex yeah you're okay. bad. anyway you suck okay, keep, keep going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just pepper that in anyway, anyway if you want to know why you're alone it's because you're bad it's because you're bad you're bad at almost everything yeah. <laughs> uh, but you haven't stolen anything like the rush of a tangible theft like taking something from a store and like i don't think out. so i just I, honestly like make me feel so bad yeah i'm such a pussy with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it, just, it would just give me like I would just have the worst, just pit of my stomach feeling, you know? And oh. it would just be... Sometimes I'll have dreams. And I'll wake up from a dream and I go, God, I'm such a fucking ass. Yeah. Like, I had... What was the dreams I was having last night where I woke up with anxiety from my dreams? Do you get that at all? Yeah, I had... Well, it was different, but I had a dream last night that Chris was cheating on me with Chinadu. With Chinadu? Chinadu. Oh, that's a dream couple. I know. I was honestly... I was angry and then I was impressed. I was <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, good catch, Chris. Really doing well over there. That's Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things he's checking off there, you yeah, know? Yeah, but I was pissed. I woke up pissed. But yeah, sometimes I wake up anxious. Oh, yeah. Usually. I mean, I'll, yeah, it happens to me a lot. Yeah. Just wake up with like weird anxiety and stuff. I will say, though, that like it's been a lot less because of the cbd that i'm taking okay well send that to me because I, I will that. yeah um what what do, usually gets you going for your daytime anxiety not your dream anxiety my day my daytime it kind of is bad that i have to split these in half huh yeah. what like what like gets me through it you mean no what gets you like triggered what, what gives me anxiety anxiety triggers anytime i think about the future i guess is oh, yeah. really triggering just because like i'm in my mid-30s now i'm gonna be 35 this year uh-huh. and i everything that you thought you were going to do hasn't happened, you know, or like, or you just, I mean, we're really putting ourselves into a career choice. That's like, I have such a hard time with that though, because I look at you and all the things that you've done and I think you've accomplished so much. I just think it's like when you're in your own self, your expectations are mm-hmm. always so much higher. Mm-hmm. But like if you showed 20 year old you where you're at now, yeah. you'd probably be pretty fucking stoked. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's, I just think it's like taking yourself out of your own body and your life and your expectations and all like the terrible tricks your mind plays on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then like, looking like on paper like is everything where i want it to be not yet but yeah it's headed in the direction yeah and the crazy yeah. thing for our career is like yeah 
of course we want like you know comedy specials and tv shows and all this stuff but like one thing can happen and then that's it a hundred percent and if you've got stuff in the chamber you know yeah. then you're, you're you're looking good i can yeah. i completely agree with that yeah. and we've already seen that happen with a few of our a few of our friends yeah. I mean, it, that's the other thing too, though, as well. It's like you know, you gotta not compare yourself to people, but God, is it is it hard not to? Oh sometimes? my God, it's so fucking hard. You know, you got friends who are like, "This is a beautiful home." Yeah. And I walk in here, I'm like, "Oh, love a home like this." My buddy just bought like a three million dollar home over on the west side, and I walk in there, I go, "God!" And he has a floating putt putt green in the back. Uh-huh. You have a pool with a floating putt putt green. That's, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I think. But the, you just, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, that was it. Just, just gonna reiterate. You just can't really like. You can't compare yourself to people like that. You know, you just yeah. gotta, everybody's got their own path and shit will happen. Yeah, stuff will <clears> happen <throat> for you for sure. It's uh, you also, I think it's helpful to know that like people who have the things that you think you want or that you want, they're mm-hmm. not as happy as you think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the fucked up thing. It's like working, at, like be happy now, not mm-hmm. to preach because it's like whatever, I fucking get in it too. Yeah. But like I think I just kind of, I made a mindset switch in 2020 really when it was like so easy for us to not compare because nobody had anything going on yeah like we yeah. were all doing nothing right but just like to celebrate the people that are getting the things that you want because energetically it's like i agree with this you put yeah. that out there and then the reality is whatever energy you put out you get back so mm-hmm. it's like when you get the thing if you want people to celebrate you which you know is hard mm-hmm. like you kind of have to do it you have to have that energy. You have to put that out there. For it to come back oh, I completely you. agree. I mean, I, I always celebrate everybody's victories. Yeah. I, give, I give everybody their flowers. You know, it's yeah. like if you did something good or you have this cool achievement, yeah. then hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Because you want the exact same thing back. Yeah. Yeah. I People who get angry about stuff like that are just, it's just not good vibes at all. And yeah. It's, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's so, it's low energy. And also like anyone, someone getting something isn't taking away from you. Mm-hmm. And I get excited when people around us get stuff because I'm like, we're close to the fucking flame. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, 100 percent. I we're close. It's yeah. right there. There's something. Yeah. There's something going on with like that. Yeah. That I, I really do like. You know, like Morgan's doing well right now. Morgan yeah, yeah. is doing pretty well. Crushing it. And like, it's one of my best friends. And it's just, it's good to see people who who you are close with like that. And you're like, oh, it's achievable still. Yeah. And these people are also getting it, and like, it's actually happening. We're all working that hard to get there. So like, mm-hmm. you should never be mad about somebody else's success or like, yeah, some really cool achievement they've made. Yeah, and you can like learn from people like Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan fucking hustled. Like he yeah, didn't get he hustled. handed that shit. He fucking hustled. No, he hustled. And he just got a new place yesterday. We just helped him move in. Oh, he got it. I saw him like two, maybe a month and a half ago when we were still in Venice. He stopped over and said he was in the process of getting it. Yeah, yeah. It took, it took like four months for yeah. it to go through or something. Yeah. So yeah, so he just got it's really cool. Oh, nice. It's like big vaulted ceilings and like. Yeah, that's what so a couple saying. of us went over there and Greg Santos and I were there just roasting him the whole time and just Hell giving yeah. him shit. It was great. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Don't and he's also like a block from me now. Oh, we're, we're little walkable neighbors. Oh, are you still Mar Vista? Mm-hmm. Do you love being on the West Side? I love it. Yeah, and like, I, I mean, you know it. You guys, you were in Venice before this, right? I was in Venice for ten years. Yeah, so you know, it's like. You just, I can't leave it. I just don't think I can leave it. And as much as like it sucks to drive out to Hollywood every day for mm-hmm. like when you know when things were happening for gigs, that's also a big reason why like I'm cool with everything right now because mm-hmm. so much less driving. It's not yeah. stressful like to be like, okay, I got to make sure I eat dinner by like four o'clock and then get on the yeah. road to get to the improv. But like, you know, it's, yeah. it's I hated that. Yeah. Um, but, but it's my own choice by being on the West side. Yeah. But I just love it here. It's a, the vibe too. is just so good and 
I do too. I yeah. yeah, we're in Culver now, but being closer to the beach is like the dream. Like obviously mm-hmm. we'll go back there. Yeah. But the funny thing is you're still so close to the beach. I know, but in reality, four miles away. where are you from again originally? Wisconsin. Oh God. Yeah. Think how much further Wisconsin is from the beach. Yeah. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> the beach we had was you know? Lake Michigan and they used to dump sewage in it. So yep. that was the fucking beach. And the like lake. you'd go in and then you'd come out and you'd like shower and then the next day all of your skin would peel off. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, from like it's literally like sewage and toxic waste and like it made like the first layer of your skin fall off. Yeah, that's like, similar day. to like yeah. <laughs> mm, let's just go exfoliate. Mm. It's just your skin is just peeling off yeah. from like liquid nitrogen. Yeah. We had the same, th- I mean, Lake Erie was the yeah. closest lake we had, and that lake caught on fire one time. It was- <laughs> I remember that because it was... <laughs> it was so dirty. I remember listening to that in a podcast where yeah. there was like a baseball game going on and they had like two cent beer <laughs> night. This was the story, right? I'm pretty sure it was the same time, yeah. Yeah, it was like two cent beer night and then everyone got fucking hammered and then they went down to the lake and then I think it started on fire. I think it's happened twice, I want to okay. say. But like, that's just, that's so much worse that it could yeah. happen twice. Yeah. It's at least happened once for sure. But yeah, the lake was just so disgusting and polluted that... Mm. I don't know how. I don't know somebody threw. A, I don't know how that even happens. Yeah. But the yeah, whole a fire thing started on. Think about water being on fire. Like, and just what the, is that? Yeah, it's just not water. How is that? Nope. Right. Uh-uh, it's not. That's not right. No, no. But yeah, I mean, we kind of we had similar we had similar past with that stuff. Yeah. But now we're out here in L.A. and we're like so, we were so close to the beach. Yeah. I mean, I thought I moved far from the beach when I moved to that part of Mar Vista. It's uh-huh. just because we were like right. We were. I was in Playa del Rey for a bit, and we were like a minute from the beach mm-hmm. and every bit further you move out you're like oh my god we're getting so far but we're still so incredibly close yeah. to the beach so you shouldn't feel like you're far from it yeah i know have you been home recently i went back home uh that's the only thing i've done since covid started was yeah. go back to my my mom had surgery so i went back to go hang out with her for a little bit uh-huh. that's okay? when i got it the first time yeah she's good um uh that was like six months ago or something you got COVID ago. when you went to go see your mother I got COVID when I came back. Oh, okay. On the flight back or something? On the flight back. Yeah. So I was just telling Chris, like, I don't know how this really happened, but so I got a rapid test before, or right, right when I landed it in Ohio. I just said landed it. Landed <laughs> When I landed it in Ohio. And uh, it was negative. So then I was like, okay, I can hang with my mom. And like, um, and then I, like a week and a half later, I flew back and I landed in LA and I got another rapid test and it was positive. And I was like, oh, you can't be fucking kidding me. And so um, I, uh, I went and got a PCR test, and then that came back negative. And those were, like, the more reliable ones. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went and got another rapid test. I mean, at this at this point, I've probably spent $700 on rapid tests. Mm-hmm. They're $150 a piece. I it's know, ridiculous. so fucking expensive. So I went and got another rapid test, and I told the doctor, I was like, listen, man, I've gotten two positive rapid tests, one negative PCR test, and now this other this test again I'm getting is a positive test. I go, what is going on? Like, what yeah. is this? And he's like, you know, it, this the virus is just so new. He's like, if you're getting this many rapid tests that are positive, you should just treat it like you have it. You probably have it. You're just asymptomatic. And I was like, gosh. And I had to miss a bunch of gigs again. And I went back home. But I will say, the first time I got it was was sick. It was yeah. dope. Like, I think I was telling you, like, I built that closet. My desk, my closet. My roommate had to leave for two weeks. I was alone for two weeks, just like with nobody else around. Just like, I was wake up and meditating, mm-hmm. going to bed early. And I was working out every single day, and I was eating healthy, and I didn't drink or smoke or do anything. It was great. It was yeah. awesome. Um, and then I, yeah, then I got. Was, was I talking about why I got it or how I got it? How's the story even? How, where are we right now? Honestly, I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I know there was a point to what I was talking about with this whole thing, but I can't fully remember what it was now. Anyways, whatever. And then I got it again like two weeks ago, uh-huh. and that was just brutal. I mean, like just just the worst thing ever. Wait, two and a half weeks ago. 
Whenever it was. I don't, oh. My timelines are so fucked up now. <laughs> when, I, when I think back, I go, like, oh, it was like a year it, ago. Then I got it again two days ago. Now I'm here. So. <laughs> I've been saying anything like that's happened in the past few years now. So I'll be like, when was that? I go, oh, it was a couple of years before the Capitol riots. And that's yeah. just that's yeah. the timeline I keep saying. Now they're like, how does that have any relation to like, right. this video? A couple, couple years before the riots. Yeah. Right before the coup. Right before that coup that happened. Right. Which was my first time knowing what the word coup meant. Me too. I've heard right? coup so many times and I'm like, I'll ignore it. That's going to go away. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, one of those words. If you just ignore a word that you don't know, it'll yeah. go away. Yeah. Just don't think about it. I'm like, the value of me knowing it will pass. It can't, <laughs> yeah. It's so infrequent that I've heard it. Well, it's such a cute word for right. such a crazy thing. Right. You know, they shouldn't call it a coup. Like, they should call coo. it like a coup. <laughs> like, it's something like scary. But yeah. a coup's like, well, you guys going to try and take over the government right now? Yeah. You guys going to try <laughs> and do it? Coo-coo? Okay. Okay, coup. Okay, coup. Okay. Uh, but you haven't had it yet, right? You haven't I had haven't the... had it yet. Good for you. Yeah. And I'm surprised because I was running a show in Vegas on a yacht for a while and it was like... Oh, yeah. I we, forgot about that. We were fucking packing like 75 people onto the bottom deck of a <laughs> yacht with windows, low ceilings, acoustically perfect for comedy. Nightmare for COVID. Yeah. And nobody got it. Nobody d- that did those shows at any point ever got it. And wow. Like, I don't know if COVID just doesn't exist or if the alcohol killed the COVID off or... <laughs> I mean, that could be part of it. Right. Everyone was fucking... It was like... People were on all. Everyone was on their bachelorette weekend. Like that's how everyone was acting. They oh, were just really? So happy just to going be out off. Of the house. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like that. It just goes, that. Wild. There you go. That's some anxiety right there for me. Yeah. <laughs> just think about getting like blacked out, annihilated on like some boat. Like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's going into my soul right now. Yeah. Is that? Are you still doing that? Like when when stuff goes back to normal? No, we're gonna revamp it. We're gonna do four shows this year, and they're gonna be headliner shows, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be wild basically it's like las vegas water sports and the guy has a floating stage and they did like a country music what? festival on the floating stage how big is the floating stage can people be on it as it's well or is it big is this living room no Whoa, other people crazy. can't be on it so it's just the performer on the stage and then um there's inner tubes in the water and people float on the oh, inner shut tubes the around the stage up. and then there's a cove that's all sand and then like alcohol food everything so you just like get fucking shit faced it's probably gonna be very bad for comedy i can't i can't it's be wait. horrible for it's comedy be horrible. <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait we it's gonna be out. so fun though it's no gonna one's gonna so say no fun. to that but we had he wants to do headliner comics so we've reached out to a few that were like amped about it yeah and then they're like too expensive or whatever it is or they just looked at logistically and they're like yeah this looks great if it was like fucking spring break but yeah. i'm not trying to go run an hour for the first time in a year <laughs> in the middle of yeah, girls just, like, gone wild and pissing in their tubes <laughs> yeah, and, like... exactly and i was talking to the guy who runs it i'm like how how are people how is this not a, a safety issue yeah like but it was the same thing with the yacht. Like he's just like we just do it, and then if something happens, we cross the bridge when we get to it. Like, well, that's we a good way. To, that's a good business model. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. dies, we'll just we'll figure it out. We'll Maybe figure. we'll let the body float, or if it falls down to the water, we can just let it stay down there. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So no. what do you do when like the the stage for each comic? Do you have to like bring the stage in and they switch and they float no, back out? It's a jet ski. They jet ski you to the stage. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. This is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's jet like ZJ Khaled, like. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. getting jet skied to a stage to perform yeah i mean i don't care who you are like that's like a sick credit like yeah. i would that, i would be like don't even talk about tv credits anymore yeah. i'd be like next before we come to the stage recently was just jet skied to a water stage for a show yeah pat quinn <laughs> that's all I, that's my only yeah and a burger king commercial right. so those two together it's like <laughs> man i'm unstoppable right now yeah. 
Uh, you're exactly where you were meant to be. I'm exactly where I was meant to be. <laughs> this, oh, you kn- this is the shit that was on the vision board. <laughs> yeah. You guys know all those raft photos I have around my house, right? Yeah. This is even better than the raft. This is a real floating stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so fun. Yeah. So we're going to do those this year. My first one, I well, I won't say who we're going to. I'll tell you after this. Okay. Just because I don't want to jinx it. Um. What are you going to do after this? Drink some more uh, fucking rock this is, stars? This is literally, the funny thing is like drinking a rock star would normally make my body like shake and I'd have like a yeah. panic attack. But I think I'm just so exhausted right now that it's like putting me in a perfect level to like the second I leave here, I'll be like, I can go to bed now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I like, mean, uh, that's like when you're super trash and you do some coke. It's like, sure, yeah, yeah. Bed. <laughs> that's me. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. a nice why little nightcap. You're like, yeah, no, not me. I remember that's the first time I ever did cocaine. First time ever was with this guy that I was like really trying to impress. He was a drug dealer. And um I snorted I was drunk. I was drunk, but like I remember it. I wasn't like blackout. And I snorted it, and then I like got in bed, and I was like, "Night, night." <laughs> and I went right to sleep. And he's like, "After doing blow, yeah." For the first, and he was like, "I thought I killed you." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." He's like freaking out. He's like, yeah. "Oh God, some girl for the first time, yeah. she's dead." But okay, that, great. That happened to me like a few times where I would like at the end of the night be drunk and like try and sober up with coke, and then I would just be like leveled and be like, "Okay, time for bed." Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think like into the night stuff for me. If I'm gonna do anything, is usually like smoking a joint or something. Yeah. Because it just, like, makes me, like, I just get tired. Yeah. We did. Oh, you don't smoke weed anymore, right? There's this thing that we did the other day. My, my, we used to do it when we were, like, in college. But you just smoke, and then you, you, uh, my brother and his, I'm pretty sure my brother and his friends made it up. But, like, whenever I watch it, I go, this is too good to be made up by somebody in my family. You know? Yeah. It's, like, so cool. But you just put on Planet Earth, and you put it on mute, and you play Gorilla's D-Sides album, which yeah. is just, like, it's just, like, people people it's like really like weird kind of like funky music and it, it'll, like if you're high enough everything lines up oh that's so you like amazing. watch like a frog jump in the water it goes like <laughs> and you're like what so crazy we did it there night and it was really it was pretty fun oh, that's amazing so it's a wind down you know i also don't believe someone in your family made that up and there's no way we're not smart enough there's to do it no <laughs> <laughs> oh it felt like God. a real it felt like a pretty real thing i'm like this is like this is a thing that people have been doing for ages yeah you know i tried to show it to somebody else the other day I th- Greg Santos may have been there as well because I'm pretty sure I remember him roasting me about it because we did it. Are you guys BFFs? You know what's funny is like, well, we've all, we've always been pretty close in comedy, but not like I don't know. I wouldn't say like we hang out and like do all that kind of stuff, but like we're like we're in the same circle. We always are like chatting it up and stuff. But then Morgan and Greg are pretty close, and then Morgan and Greg and I are now we've been in like a, a group chat for the past like year and a half. Okay. And it's just, it's just always just us roasting each other. Like, mm-hmm. we're like, hey, this looks pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, that does look pretty. And it's like, yeah. just give each other shit back. Yeah. So we become like closer friends from that now. And now we have like a mutual friend on the West side as well. So I'll see him a good amount now. Um, so, you know, maybe we are best friends. Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe we are BFFs now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it's time to get him that half of a necklace. He's such, a, he nags you nonstop. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's his whole, that's his whole MO. That's his love language. I call him, I call him the troll because like he'll always... Any story I post on Instagram, I could go on there right now and look. I bet you he's already responded to it and like made some like joke about it, or I'm like a piece of shit. So then I'll just always like like write back like a descriptor. I'm like, you have long pointy ears and you live under a bridge. <laughs> and I was always like, that's like that's our little game that we always do. I love that. Yeah, he's a good guy. We actually, him and me and Morgan actually shot a commercial. I saw we did that. that Toyota commercial, which was really that. fun. Yeah, that was cool. And then didn't they only end up using your voices? Yeah, not, not your this faces. Is crazy. <laughs> so we're on set and like. And I also, by the way, because I've just been, I'm always so paranoid, like OCD. I always think that I have this, this this virus because 
if I had it the first time, I had no symptoms of it, really. So now I'm always like, oh, God, what if I have it again? So, like, any cough, I was like, I'll be freaking out. And, like, thinking about being on set for that Toyota commercial was, like, killing me. Because I'm like, all right, it's like 150 people on the set working. Was it Sachi and Sachi? It was Sachi. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, there's like, probably like 150 people on the set. That's That could be at least 300 grandparents, you know? And I've, I can go over here. I can just kill them all right now <laughs> if I'm sick. That was like my, my – that's the only thought yeah. that I had. So Greg was like watching me. I was like, I'm pacing around. I'm like – he's like, dude, are you okay? Are you like a panic attack? And I almost was. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fine. And then Greg would just like fart on me. And I was like, yeah. okay, I guess this feels all right to be yeah. here. But so we're on set for this for this shoot. It's supposed to be like all one shot. There's, but there's two cameras. There's like this car that's driving in front of us that where the commercial that's where they have right now. But there was also a drone that was flying, like one of those big drones. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of windy where they shut down like downtown. They shut some streets down and it felt so cool. And like this, you see like a huge drone lifting off the ground. And we're all like, whoa, this is crazy. It was a little bit like like rocky and he'd land it back down. He tried to do a couple shots and it looked pretty good. And I was walking by to go to the bathroom because they didn't need us yet. And I see the guy like have like this huge operating system. And I was like, are you the guy flying the drone? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I go, is that pretty? Is that pretty hard? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty hard, dude. It's really hard. He kind of like looked away like a cool guy. And then the next shot, he just flew the drone into a wall and it just, <laughs> it just smashed and then fell on the ground. And we're all like, whoa, what the fuck? Like he just literally like just blew that. That oh, was like, no. and that was supposed to be the camera that got shots of us. Right. So then we ended up having just uh, we just sat in the car and you can't see through the car, which. You know, if you if you are familiar with how commercial stuff works with like rates, that lowers your rate now. Because right. on camera talent is going to get a little bit better, but voiceover still wasn't that bad. And we got to go get paid to do studio voiceover yeah. as well. But anyways, I was a little bit pissed. <laughs> <That's> pretty <laughs> hilarious. Do it you, was unbelievable. I feel like you energetically jinxed that. By the way, I know I was like, is that pretty <laughs> tough, dude. <Yeah. laughs> Just trying to like we're both trying to be too cool. Yeah, it's tough, man. <laughs> Peace out, bitch. Pretty All right. I remember one time when I was walking in Venice, uh, I was walking on the canals and mm-hmm. some guy was so pretty, by the way, Oh, gorgeous. Like I hadn't really walked through there until like a few months ago. Like I've, what? I've walked through like the sides of them a little bit, but like never properly walked through. They're amazing. They're gorgeous. It's so, it feel like you're not even in Los Angeles at no, all. It's crazy. You have to go at like right before sunset. That's where I've been going. Okay. It's perfect. amazing. So you're on. Oh, I'm, I'm on it now. You're, yeah, yeah you're, I'm there. You're locked in. The guy was flying a drone and I was walking the dog. And he just flew the drone right next to my head. And I, I, it had a fucking camera in it. And I was fucking pissed. And I'm like, what are you, what are you fucking doing? And I turned around and he's like on the bridge because I had walked down. So I'm like a quarter mile down. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. And he just, he didn't. He just followed me the whole walk with the drone. And I was like, this feels illegal. I like literally That's wanted to so pick weird. up a rock or something yeah. and throw it. But I'm like, there's no way I have the precision to hit this. And you just have this viral video of like right. girls tries to throw a rock at a drone right. and like you slip and fall into the water. Right. And I throw it through at one of the houses on the canals. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, you just destroy someone else's life. Yeah, yeah. I owe somebody ten thousand dollars for their sliding glass door that they got from France. Like Yeah, right, exactly. I don't need that fucking heat in my life, but it was really fucking irritating and now I'm That's like anti drone a little bit. Because yeah. like, it was a real violation. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything about it. And maybe that guy honestly should have flown the drone for your commercial because yeah, he apparently was he was he was really kind of killing it if he <laughs> yeah. was staying close enough to you. Well, because I went like up and over the bridge, and he like saw it and he clocked and went over with me and down and like he was doing oh, what the a whole, weirdo. Yeah, he was being oh, that's a fucking weird. freak. Drones are like I, I've I follow a couple of drone accounts. Yeah, which sounds so lame. I like TikTok. <laughs> have, and you stuff. Seen me? <laughs> have you, have you, have you <laughs> seen me? Have you seen? Have you seen? I've canals? seen a couple of videos of you on the canals. Yeah. 
Um, but these dudes are crazy. Like some of them have like these big headgear pieces. Yeah. So like they're actually like they're they're it's POV of it being in the drones. Like they can just fly it so precisely. Mm-hmm. And they have like these drone racing leagues and stuff now. Where they like they'll take like old stadiums mm-hmm. or just stadiums that aren't being used at, like for like you know the season. And they set up like little circles, like little rings in them, and like little, I don't know how it works exactly, but then these drones fly through and like they're going like eighty miles per hour, or maybe I don't know how fast they're going, but like they're flying through like these teeny little like circle holes to like get points it's like and Harry like Harry Potter or whatever. It's very Harry Potter. It's yeah. so bizarre. Like you watch it and you go, how can somebody control that machine like that? Right. It's so cool looking, and I think that's going to be like one of the things that you know comes out like in, as sports soon too. Yeah, Olympic sports. It's going to get a bigger sports. Like mm-hmm. video games are massive. It's one of the biggest things in the world. Is that in the Olympics? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Like the Tech Olympics. It's gonna be like the Immobile Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> they have everybody like everybody has to turn their phones off Wi Fi. They're like, we just need it for the for the gamers actually right, right now. <laughs> Can you guys all get off the Wi Fi? It's really lagging the whole screen. Right. No, that's the gaming community is cr- crazy. Those guys oh, I like. I know. Yeah, they I make so even, much money. There's so much money. It's uh. I can't even play like fucking Mario Kart. Oh, I, f- I, f- I killed it at Mario Do Kart. You? I'm a Congrats. beast. And I've recently started playing uh, Call of Duty since all this stuff started happening. Okay. And it gets pretty intense. What stuff started happening? You know, COVID. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the stuff? I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure if you're aware of quarantine, but. Uh, uh, no, because no. everyone's sitting at home playing. And so, like, I just started kind of playing it a little bit, and it's, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you. Um, are you excited for things to open again? Yes and no. I mean, Same. dating has been pretty like cheap, you know. Because mm-hmm. if you just do like an online date or something, I've done a couple of those. I'm like, "What are you drinking tonight?" And she's like, eh. "I'm like, doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because I'm whatever, not buying. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> drink whatever you want, girl. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if it's a Mad Dog from 2020 oh, or if it's fucking, fucking Mad Dog. <laughs> Good call. It's been a minute since a Can Mad Dog. If, if if you got onto a, a date and someone was just drinking a Mad Dog 2020 with a crazy, I'd strap, say come on over. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't care if you have it. Get over here. Yeah. That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for things to open back up for sure. I mean, obviously, people want to go back to work and stuff. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to like, you know, do some more shows and like get back to that. But there's been anxiety about the shows you're not on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can't wait for that anxiety to come back. Oh, should I just go out tonight just to say the the producer? Yeah. Should I go say hi? Oh, it's good. Oh God. I do. I don't miss that. Like, like kind of what we were saying earlier, there's just such a relief of like, uh, oh, sorry. That was my first podcast. Oops. Sorry. Whatever, dude. Two podcasts today. But we were talking about how like. Just how relieving it kind of is that, like, you know, we we're not all worrying about that, about that stuff now. We're not yeah. all worrying about being like, oh, I should go to this show tonight, or like, oh, I just just got to go network a little bit. Um, there's, it's just been nice to kind of just be able to sit at your house and yeah. just relax a little bit. We you know maybe focus on some more writing or like, yeah. what did you write? I don't know. What did I write over yeah. quarantine? I'm in a writing class right now. I met this lady oh. at a at a car wash in the very beginning of quarantine seems legit pretty legit she was working there (laughs) she works in the car wash yeah she was vacuuming my car and she's like she's like did you write i was like how did you know that yeah no just just some older lady just like randomly met her and started talking to her and her uh her boyfriend for a second about like this barbecue spot they just got i'm like is that good because i've always wanted to try it then we just started getting in a conversation i told her i was like you know a comic and an actor and i do some writing and she's like oh i you know i'm doing this class you should just come and check it out. And I was like, all right. And it's just like a Zoom, like a weekly Zoom class. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, you know, just she's been like pushing me to like do like write certain topics or like bring in work that I've already had. Let me get notes on it. I just wrote a uh, piece about uh, a guy taking a bath, but like 
having like this internal like monologue of like i can't take a bath you know because yeah. it's not like a manly thing yeah, but his yeah. girlfriend like left a, bu- a bath bomb there and he's like he just wants to try it out yeah that was i think that one's pretty funny i think i'm gonna That's shoot great. that i think yeah, i'm gonna shoot it say you should shoot that it's easy i yeah. made it easy mm-hmm. but then I've, when we worked on this uh my writing partner this guy and who i've done a couple of things with we did a it's kind of a little bit of like a it's tv show it's revolves around space it's kind of like like to like take like elon musk and like uh like silicon valley and put those two things together and that's mm-hmm. kind of the show we just wrote and it got was it was good i mean a lot of people were reading it we got some really good meetings got in some really oh. cool rooms which was really fun okay. uh some some rooms that i was like oh my god this is like a dream like this yeah. production like these guys are like my favorites yeah. um but a lot of people had like Space Horse had just come out, Avenue Five had just come out, yeah. and those two didn't weren't like really doing that well. Yeah, and it painted a bad taste in people's mouth. So like we love the script, we like we see the universe perfectly, but we just can't do another space script right now. So we just we've been waiting for like a year now, and I think things have kind of calmed down a little bit where people aren't really thinking about those shows anymore. So I think yeah. we're gonna start taking it back out. And hell yeah, that's great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it's it's really I re- I reread it the other day for the first time in like a year and I'm like this is really fun. Yeah, when you put new eyes on something that yeah. you worked a long time on, it's so great. Yeah, you forget. You're like, you're I'm like, smart. Yeah, you're like, I'm fucking smart. And Damn, I'm smart. And funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt good. Yeah. So we, yeah, we'll probably hopefully bring that back out a little bit. But then that class has just been great, just to kind of like keep me like you know head down a little bit, make yeah. sure I'm doing this work. Yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Well, I am proud of you, and I feel like you're killing it. Thanks. Back at you. Thanks. It's bit, it's is this is are we wrapping up? Is that what we're doing right now? I think so. Unless there's oh, okay. anything else you want to talk about. Well, I just I want to make sure that if if this is the wrap up, because it felt like you were going in that direction, then I just make sure I don't have anything else that's pressing right now that needs to be said into the microphone that Brittany can talk about. Yeah, maybe um, anything that you could spit out at the the miles per hour that you're speaking right now because of your energy. Hey, am I talking faster so right now? Fast. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel my body like vibrating. Yeah. yeah. I can't do. Yeah, the couch is like (laughs) just slowly moving right now. Yeah, uh, maybe I should just shut up then because I am. I could. When you said that, I go, "Oh my god!" I probably am speaking like a billion miles per hour right now. That's so terrible. That's okay. Smart people talk fast. That's a fact. Is that true? Uh All right. Drink Rockstar more. You'll seem smarter. She's yeah. Just just dudes on Rockstar. Oh, start a company. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally cocaine. It's just liquid cocaine. Yeah. Drink a Rockstar, crush it on your head before you go into your next meeting with the production company you're excited about. Like, no, that kid was off the walls, dude. Yeah. She was literally on the table jumping around. Yeah, and shit. he's hired. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's hired. Yeah, bring him in. Yeah. All right, tell everyone where they can follow you. Uh, I'm Pat Quinn, um, or you can go to iampatquinn.com for all of the links for stuff. And then also, if you want to check out uh, our CBD company, it's Elate Products, E-L-A-T-E Products.com. Uh, and if you guys go on there and you, if you shoot me a DM, I'll, I'll send you a, uh, a discount code for listening to Britney's podcast and for, and for hanging out with a late getting meta world peace to deliver it to your and door. for getting meta to hand deliver it to the door. <laughs> we should do a promotion, like that a, like a special where like if you're local, maybe like one in every like 50 people will have like a hand delivered meta world piece. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be sick. That'd be funny just because I think people would do it just for the off chance that it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good odds. Yeah. Pretty he's, good odds. He's the man. Yeah. He's the sweetest guy. He's such yeah. a good guy. He seems fucking cool. Yeah. He's awesome. But not as cool as you. Thanks, Britt. All right. Not as cool Love as you. you. Love you too. Thanks for having me on. Of course.